a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, taxes, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back. 2.37, we are into the final half hour of the program. Before we say goodbye for a couple of days, back at it Monday, 12.30, right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I, for the rest of today's program, let me just tell you right now, we are not going to be hitting on any uh, big, hard, heavy news. We're not going to be uh, delving into political debates. Uh, we're not going to be debating gun control. We won't be talking about any uh, heartbreaking and egregious crimes. Uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to shoot the breeze and we're going to talk about movies. Yeah, I know. I know. I know Doug and Steve covered that earlier in the day. Uh, they gave their great, uh, their great movie show to us earlier today. And if you make it your way over to the KSL News Radio Facebook page, you can check out the after party. That's always exciting. Um, and I, I know, I know, I'm supposed to stay in my lane, but some of this Matthew McConaughey stuff has me <laughs> has me thinking. The this morning. We were back and forth getting ready for the program today, and uh, there are some videos going around uh, about Matthew McConaughey uh, musing about whether or not he may uh, dip his toe into running for political office, specifically uh, governor of the great state of Texas. If you're uh, if you're like if you waste time on YouTube like I do, you, you may have noticed that uh, McConaughey not that long ago started uh, a new channel. And he's been talking, you know, just briefly about, well, I don't know. It's, it's hard to really describe what Matthew McConaughey is talking about. Uh, you know, there's uh, <laughs> there's like some whistling between some motivational phrases. And uh, and anyway, uh, great guy, great actor, uh, big fan. Uh, but I'm having trouble following the, the, the latest videos. Nonetheless, nonetheless, the buzz is, at least according to uh, some comments he made when uh, engaged in an interview uh, about this benefit concert, uh, he was asked if he what his thoughts were about running for governor of the Lone Star State, and he said, "quote I'm giving it consideration. I would be a fool not to. It's a very honorable thing to consider. You know what that position would mean, what it would mean for me, what it would mean for the people of Texas." He continues, as I've said before, and I'll say again, I have to decide what's for me, what is my category, and where I can be most useful in life from here. Well, maybe it's from the governor's mansion in the great state of Texas. Uh, Texter just writes in, is he Republican or Democrat? I don't know. Uh, he's a McConaughey. I have, I have no idea. Um, I'll tell you what, if, you, if you've got to access to the Google there, find out. Uh, Texter, send me back uh, word whether or not we, we know what party he belongs to. Uh, because, I'll be honest... What I just told you is the sum total of what I know about Matthew McConaughey. I read it in an article. I watched a little bit of a video. That's it. But here's where the conversation kicks off. It made me think about all of the other uh, like actors turned politician. 
all the other actors turned politicians. So uh, you think Ronald Reagan is maybe the most visible example. One of the more recent examples, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, as governor of California. There are plenty of other examples and some that you may have uh, forgotten about. <clears throat> like how about this? Jerry Springer. You know Jerry Springer, the the host of that, uh, well, the Jerry Springer show? He was, uh, for a time, the mayor of Cincinnati. Yeah, it ran for Congress as well. Um, let's see. Oh, here's another one. Uh, Fred Thompson. Fred Thompson, of course, a uh, senator from Tennessee for nearly a decade. Uh, also ran for president in 2008, Fred Thompson. Uh, how about this? Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. Uh, he was Jesse the Body when he's a professional wrestler, and then when he made his way into the governor's mansion of Minnesota, of course, becoming Jesse the Mind Ventura. Jesse the Mind Ventura. Of course, I mentioned uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Going back in time a little bit, uh, Will Rogers and Will Rogers Jr. Uh, Will Rogers Jr. Uh, represented a portion of California in Congress, and uh, his father, Will Rogers, was the mayor of Beverly Hills, California, IA in 1928. And, of course, Ronald Reagan. Uh, and there are some examples uh, of uh, a number of uh, of actors or celebrities uh, running for office. It's an interesting you know, list to, to run through in your mind. But then it also, for me, you know, if we're talking about if we're talking about uh, actors who become politicians, what about actors who portrayed politicians? If you could, <clears throat> in your mind, come up with the perfect uh, movie-based presidential cabinet. So what we're doing is we're taking uh, characters from movies and placing them in the president's cabinet and, and in the White House uh, itself, right? Uh, so many so many pretty good portrayals of presidents, both real presidents and uh, fictional presidents. Uh, wh- wh- who would you put? If you could pick, uh, and let's, let's start here. Let's start with the White House. If you could pick, if you could pick uh, an actor who portrayed a president and get that actor's portrayal into the White House, who would you pick? Who would you pick? I, I asked this question briefly uh, earlier. Someone pointed out uh, uh, Bill Pullman portraying President Thomas J. Whitmore in Independence Day. Not a bad pick. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, hold on a second. I gotta write this down. I gotta uh, see if I can maybe watch this later tonight. Independence Day. Uh, really, just that. Maybe I'll just make my way to YouTube and watch uh, the full version again. Uh, putting this together this morning was a blast. Uh, next up, what do you, what do you think about uh, President James Marshall, as portrayed by Harrison Ford in Air Force One? Get off my plane! Get off my plane! Uh, Peter Sellers going back a few years playing uh, President Merkin Muffley in Doctor Strangelove. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. And then not a president, but uh, Senator Jefferson Smith. Uh, this will be our second Mr. Smith Goes to Washington reference in a week. Here's Jimmy Stewart. You all think I'm licked. Well, I'm not licked. And I'm going to stay right here and fight for this lost cause. Even if this room gets filled with lies like these. And the tailors and all their armies come marching into this place. Somebody will listen to me. 
There you go. So uh, a number of actors playing uh, presidents and, and in this last case, a, a senator. So here's what I want from you. Let's uh, let's narrow down this conversation. Let's talk about the White House. Let's talk about actors who have portrayed presidents, uh, r- real presidents or fictional presidents. If you could pick one of those portrayals, uh, who would it be and why? Uh, let's wrap up today's program having some fun. We'll, we'll just shoot the breeze, talk about actor presidents. 801 575 8255 801-KSL-TALK is the number, 575-8255. I'll get things started. Obviously, Bartlett from West Wing. President Bartlett. That'd be pretty good. What do you think? Tell me next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.